0: Hello, Jims, and welcome. For my second show in the month of November, I'm showcasing elite service members. I'll be speaking with a Marine and letting you know a little bit more about her journey. But before I introduce you to her, let me tell you a little bit about the Marines. The Marines was established in 1775. Our birthday is November 10th. We actually just celebrated 245 years of being in the Marine Corps. We have only two Marine recruit depots in the Marine Corps, one in San Diego, California, and the other one is in Paris Island, South Carolina. Paris Island currently is the only recruit depot for female recruits. Female Marines make up roughly about 8% of the Marine Corps total force. There are over 123 careers in the Marine Corps to choose from, should you choose this elite branch of service. (laughs) Marines are known for our marksmanship, hand-to-hand combat skills, and we are the only branch of service with the martial arts program. We are also the first service to have a combat fitness test along with our PFT or our physical fitness test for our annual requirements. Now, to introduce you to our Marine guest, she was born in Brooklyn, New York, with over 23.5 years of honorable service in the United States Marine Corps. She has achieved the rank of EA or Master Sergeant. She is an admin chief and currently is stationed in Quantico, Virginia. Master Sergeant Mendoza, thank you so much for being on our show today. How are you doing?
1: I am doing amazing. Sergeant Robinson.
0: Thank you,
1: thank you. To be here on your show, thank you. Thank
0: you. <laughs> and to my gym to let you know, I have known Master Sergeant Mendoza since 2003, when she was a Sergeant and I was a Corporal. And let me tell you something, she is one tough Marine. I, <laughs> I did not, and I was glad that I was not in her section, but she is definitely one of the, yes, chopping them down, girl. I love it, so we go way back in the day. I wanna go ahead and tell my gems a little bit more about you. What encouraged you, or who encouraged you to join the Marines?
1: Actually, my brother encouraged me. Nice. I'm yeah. older, so he decided to go to the Marine Corps because they are the world's uh, finest. <laughs> right, well, we
0: are the world's finest 911. Yes. 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 One, yes, button one button. of
1: the elite services, and uh, he took himself upon the challenge, and I decided to trail him and and do the same. I know, growing up, him and I were always a competition. Mm-hmm. I to myself, well, if he could do it, I could do it too. So oh, yes,
0: um,
1: it took a lot of pushing and a lot of encouragement from him, but uh, because of him is the reason why I'm still standing here and still in uniform.
0: Absolutely, so you chose the Marines because of your brother, but did you have any reservations, your own personal ones, before you joined?
1: I would say there is a lot of fear when you go into something brand new. You know, growing up, you're used to being home and always around friends and family. So just being thrown into, boot camp and you know all that that entails uh a lot of yelling a lot of hurry up and wait and And it was it was night and day from uh from what i'm used to you know people speaking calmly to me but you know (laughs) through boot camp i pushed through and i'm still able to do it absolutely
0: so Speaking of boot camp, I know we've all experienced our own different boot camp stories. Um, and going to Paris Island, did you, did you fly into Paris Island or did you take the bus and then get off that way?
1: I believe I got on a bus. Right, on and off the bus. On, on
0: and the- off the bus.
1: <laughs> um, had I known better, I would have flying <laughs> out. Uh, Knowing that I would get reimbursed for that. Right, right. But yes, that was the moment that just redirected my life. Right, right. I can't say um, I I don't regret it at all. Yes. I also had a push to get through it because not only my best friend, but her sister were in boot camp at the same time.
0: Yes, yes.
1: It was a lot of motivation for me to get through it. And it really challenged you. Um, physically uh, you just had to to grow right
0: was there anything you were most nervous about before you hit those yellow footprints before the actual boot camp took
1: place I would say I was nervous about what I didn't know okay you know the Puli program you know the PT stuff I was I was pretty physically fit because of track and cross country and all the other sports that I was involved in Um, so but in the books history just learning learning about the Marine Corps all of that was very new kind of foreign to me Um, so it just took a lot of studying and discipline you know when I wanted to write letters in boot camp I had to study so it's not always do what you want to do you got (laughs) to Time to get through.
0: Absolutely, getting um, through it. But mm-hmm. you got through. Can you tell us, you know, right when you received your EGA, that's our Equal Global Anchor, you're at the ceremony, you're no longer a recruit, <laughs> now you're a Marine. What were some of those thoughts going through your head? Like, we, you've been through, you know, the crucible, because you and I went through the crucible yeah. during that time. So what was that thought like? Wow, 13 weeks.
1: Earn that title. Yes. To earn it. And that's what we all did. You know. It it is a moment that just I I wish I had a a picture because like I said, that was a defining moment in my life. Right. And no one else, I mean, I had help along the way, but no one else did it for me. Right. No, like you had to suck it up going on humps and just like all of the training, all of the mm-hmm. that all the DIs, the drill instructors, mm-hmm. time and effort into building us, strengthening yeah. us, our mind, our bodies, um, right. it just, I felt accomplished. Mm-hmm. I felt very accomplished and and yeah, it just, it was a moment that, you know, one, a Marine would never forget. It's easily earned. Not everybody gets through boot camp. Not
0: everyone gets
1: through boot camp. Like I said, I had other people ahead of me, my best friend, her sister, and my older brother who made it. And in my mind, I was like, how? (laughs) I wanted to pick up so many times. Like that self-doubt. And, you know, they kept me moving. Like just the thought of them accomplishing it, drove me to getting to that point.
0: Absolutely. And I know, oh, absolutely. Being accomplished and doing that. Definitely some of the same things, you know, I can echo myself. Want to let everyone know the Marine Corps has the longest boot camp out of all branches of the services. the 13 weeks hardcore boot camp. We're the only ones that have it. So to say that you not only started, survived, and then <laughs> accomplished and graduated boot camp is a feat in itself. So. Absolutely. I always, you know, tell our brothers and sisters in arms, you know, kudos to us because it wasn't easy. So after graduating boot camp, where was your first duty station?
1: I actually got stationed in Okinawa, Japan. Yes, really far away from home. Really far away from home. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say my first six months there uh-huh. were kind of uh miserable. All I yeah. wanted to do was stay at work so I could be busy um you know being brand new 18 years old in another country not really having friends you know no one who I knew around me um I was the first female in my unit special operations wow. group, and um yeah it was it was another animal a whole lot of uh building myself over there and right. And just becoming, you know, and just trying to climb through the ranks. Uh, But it really prepared me um, also mentally and physically, you know, it was very demanding trying to keep up with my peers. Right. And... As a woman in the Marine Corps, we are so few. (laughs) Very few. The
0: fewer, the prouder. Yes. I had to
1: represent. Yes, yes, yes. I think I did that well, but it was definitely um, uh, a duty station that I'll never forget. Yeah. my, My younger brother is in the service, too, but he was actually stationed there, and I was able to visit him in Japan. Oh, nice. Uh, where where I was stationed before. So it was, it was sweet. It was nice, uh, a good time and, you know, seeing him grow through his- Absolutely.
0: Journey. And from what I hear, you know, coming out those first experiences, you know, at your first duty station, you learn growth, you learn self-discipline, building up, getting in there to your shop, you know, not letting the fact that you were the first female in your shop, you know, build those barriers in order to be promoted and grow. So absolutely, that is definitely a big feat for you. So what was your first big financial purchase in the Marines? You know, you have all this freedom and you get this paycheck on the 1st and the 15th all (laughs) the time. And you're like, I don't have anyone to tell me what to do with my money, my paycheck. So what was your first big purchase?
1: My first big purchase, for well, all my whole year in Japan, I was on foot and we took some mm-hmm. loser cruiser. <laughs> it took us from base to base. Right. Um. I had a wonderful friend who I met there and, you know, I was able to hitch rides with him. But um, my first purchase was a vehicle when I finally got to my second duty station uh-huh. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Where we and... Uh, I bought myself a Nissan Altima, so Ooh. yes, it was used, but it's okay, It's okay. Um, and I had that big payment, right. um, so like I said, it, uh, my father had actually negotiated for me, and I had him do that for a couple of vehicles of mine, right. so uh, that was my m- most biggest purchase, where I had a save, and yes, and spend my money wisely, so.
0: Yeah, so saving and spending your money wisely, absolutely. Becoming financially independent, knowing that, hey, if you want a car, I gotta save up for it, you know, maybe holding back and going out and splurging on other stuff. And then bringing in someone such as your father who was seasoned with purchasing stuff. Cause I remember, you know, buying my first car, you know, the negotiations, if you've never done it before, they could eat you up because they—they see, they oh, yeah. oh yeah, because you have the money. They know you get the first and the fifteenth. But having that, you know, your—I call it a nice financial security blanket—with your followers say, "No, we're—I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen to you. You're not going to fall into those pitfalls of finances when it comes to having that car." I think I remember your Altima too, y'all. She had a nice car. <laughs> no, don't don't let her sit there and let you fool you and let you think. <laughs> that it was just, you know, used, it was a beautiful car that you definitely saved up for and you definitely deserve. So as a Marine reservist, because you have the best of both worlds, not only have you had some active duty time, but you also have some some reserve time. So you are able to both have a civilian career as well as a career in the military dueling at the same time. How has this been financially beneficial for you? And just to let everybody know, sometimes it can be one or the other. You may have one reservist, when they go on orders or they go to drill, it may be the lesser of the incomes. And for some other people, it can be the greater of the incomes. So how has this kind of worked out for you? And has it been beneficial for you?
1: Okay. (laughs) Definitely. Being able, my first four years were active duty and then I ended up getting out, 9-11 happened and I went the reserve route.
0: Right.
1: That's what pulled me back in. But, um, okay. you know, so I've been on and off orders there on the reserve components. That right. I have been able to, thankfully uh, been able to have another position uh, which allowed me to work on that retirement, right. Um, while simultaneously, I'm working with my Marine Corps career. Yes. So for me, and I really think it's it's a blessing. And I didn't know that everything in my life would align the way that it has. Right. I've been able to work on two retirements at one time. Yes. Um. So not everybody you know so if, if you just do active duty your whole career you know you get out let's say you've been at 20 years old by the time you're 40 you're looking for that new stage in your life you have to you know you still got to work you know you only get so much for retirement but or not <laughs> or not you know you may have options right right but um for me the, the way it has happened for me I, I just as a reservist I'm able to knock out two retirements. Um, and at the young age of 20 or 40, I should say, Right. Uh, I can actually start on another retirement if I decided to do that. So, um, yeah.
0: So, um, I want to let everybody know what you just said because they may not have understood the um, impact of what Master Mendoza she said. She didn't say one retirement, she didn't say two retirements. She said, three, three, count them, three different retirement, (laughs) potentially, yes, that she will have by the time retirement, that's basically dealing with different pots of money, different revenue incomes, and, and um, ways to even take care of your retirement when the time is need, you know, I speak about, you know, having more than one source, you know, spreading out the wealth. So if one pot, you know, when you're off orders, you still have another pot and then you have another pot. So it may not always be this way. You're, right. you're filling them up as you go, but you're always still going up towards your towards your goals. So that's, that's mm-hmm. the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So what was your most memorable achievement so far as a Marine? <sighs>
1: Achievements, really? honestly, uh, coming deployments is huge. You know, you don't take that for granted. Right. I, I know uh, quite a few times from being whether overseas or wherever, uh, just be being able to like literally kiss U.S. soil. Right. Being grateful that you know you're home again. Um, that would be a huge. Uh, achievement for myself but honestly the one that comes to mind most is my last promotion where I was able to have so many family and friends um, throughout you know one from overseas just people from different states Uh, they came out to support me my family was able to be there pin me on Um, so that was a moment that I will never forget absolutely working where I worked and um, just being able to, to share it with the people who I love most. Yes,
0: absolutely. Promotions are earned. They are, they're not given. So every promotion that we get and our achievements, being able to share that with our family, friends, and loved ones, are definitely our, some of our most memorable achievements. So completely understand that. Sounds like your journey so far has taken so many turns, you've learned so much, and you are in yourself a mentor. What is one piece of encouragement that you would give to someone thinking about joining the Marines?
1: I would say, do not doubt yourself. There we go. You, there is so much strength within and we can easily let fear, or self doubt, like just all this discouragement, we can let it, you know, reroute you where your life is supposed to be. Right. So I would say, you know, if you're trying to join the military, um, it is definitely possible. Don't be afraid of the unknown. Right. And when it comes to life in general, you you really should, I feel, you should just speak positive um, things into your life right right um,
0: and specifically for the marines any specific advice for someone joining the marine corps because the military as a whole you know we, <laughs> we all have our sister services and we all have our different meaning uh, different meanings in the way that we accomplish our missions and the marines you know we are a cut above the best i would pick up the rest and so for that you know if you had that young woman or man that's have the the services out there that one advice that would say hey if you're thinking about joining the marines here's a good reason why
1: here's a good yeah reason why uh i would say i actually have a young a kid in my neighborhood who has a big desire to join why he's like eh, it's a nice uniform and <laughs> You guys are the best. He's, he looks so impressed when I come home and he sees yes. his uniform. I'm like, I almost feel like a star. <laughs> uh, I really, how I, uh, I would say the advice that I would give him is, you know, we try and PT together. I try and make time to help him out, but it, uh, there's a lot of discipline. hmm you need to have, you know, wh- whether it's waking up early in the morning or, you know, going for exercise or just doing things that you're not used to doing. Right. Um, build your body or build your mind mentally um, because it will take a lot of discipline, but there's so much benefits that you get out of it. You could um, you could get free education. That was a huge selling point for me. Right. Um, it can give you time to figure out what you actually want to do with a career. You could learn and gain experience and actually uh, have benefits that go along with it. You know, people are able to get VA home loans because you're a veteran. Um, you get discounts from a variety of places. Right, right. But uh, definitely, it just, I really think it it matures you quickly. Absolutely. It so, does um but yeah and I would tell him just like my one of the kids over here just you know don't give up if it's something that you want to do you push hard nothing's handed to you you got to work for it so, um, so but okay. yeah it's, it's been a great yeah. career for me I really didn't expect to be in this long right um but it's been it's been really good to me and, right. and my I, daughter and my family
0: absolutely so you gave out a ton of benefits and pieces yes. of advice. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out there gonna be listening to really take heed to what you just said. So you really did give us a lot of encouraging tips. We're gonna transition just a tiny bit to for the month of November. Of course, this Thanksgiving, I always like to speak about thankfulness and gratitude. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can't, you know, especially with what everything else has been going on with the pandemic, we can't forget about being thankful and gratitude. So aside from family, health and shelter, what
1: are you most thankful for? I'm really thankful for friendships. I've noticed that throughout my career, I have so many friends who, who have supported me, been there for me, you know, if I needed to work, you know, have duty for one evening or throughout the week with long hours, I've, I've been, to build a support system even when my family has been far away right Um, so friendships I would never take for granted definitely you know I will be there for you bend over backwards for you Um, it's having these relationships is you know even when you're done with a career right you'll either be home by yourself. And if you don't build friendships or, you know, at least one person to speak with and help you just get through each day. um, It's just huge, you know, huge in, in living.
0: Absolutely. Definitely. Friendship is a piece of life that keeps you going. It keeps you motivated. They bring your spirits up when you're down and they're there to help you pull you through some of your most difficult challenges and obstacles, so I can definitely understand why being thankful for friendships is one of those. If you could give one gift that wasn't money to a person,
1: what would you give and who would you give it to? (laughs) If I could give a gift, um, that gift would be to turn back the hands of time. Right. I don't know who's able to do that. uh, or not <laughs> he could do anything but right. I would you know I, I would go back to anyone it, it's difficult for me to just say one person because right, right. huge heart um and I really want to be there for everyone and you know would hope they'd be there for me if I needed them but you know if if we look back in time I don't want to live in regret and you know, if if there could be like a changing point in your life, if you alter anything, I would love to be able to give that as a gift and, you know, reroute someone's uh, direction, I guess.
0: Absolutely. So time is one of those things that when it's gone, we don't, we don't have any more of it. You know, we don't get another yesterday. You know, we can live today. So Um, understanding the importance of time and being present and living in the present and making the most of today in that time is definitely one um, thing to remember. What is one act of giving or appreciation that you plan on doing before the year is out? Before the year is out? We're almost there. It's almost December. This is one more thing.
1: I'm I'm really trying my hardest to not make excuses. Ah, there we go. I want to be in the now. I want to celebrate with you. Mm-hmm. I want even if it's through Zoom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just I I really want to be present. I can so many excuses for not doing something or not being there, but I really that's that's something that I, I hope that I'm doing. Um, yes. And, and just, you know, being there for those who need me and and just living our best life.
0: <laughs> living our best life, not making excuses is very, very huge because that not only holds you accountable to who you are but then it lets people know that you're a woman of your words. When you say something, you know that she's giving you the best of her, she's not gonna make any excuses. So. Awesome, there's one thing that I like to do with my gems before we end out is I would always like for my guests to provide one inspirational quote. So if you could provide us with one inspirational quote, what would you give us?
1: I came across uh, a quote, Um, not sure how to say the gentleman's name, but it's Grant Cordenay. Okay. Says, or he wrote something along the lines of your network Determines your net worth, right? And to me, uh, I really take it as: be careful of your surroundings. Absolutely. Um, make sure that you have positive influence, regardless of your circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you're around nourishing, and you know nothing that's toxic. So I, I know life throws curveballs at each of us. Right. Um, but definitely the company that you keep is going to either keep you stagnant where you're at yes. or take you, to another level.
0: take you to another
1: level. That's that's kind of a one that stuck out to me and I thought of you. <laughs> um, because, you know, just being in great company is priceless.
0: Likewise. Definitely the feeling is mutual and definitely the, the company you keep Will either elevate you or it can decrease you back down. So be careful of the company you keep. All right, Marine, happy two hundred forty fifth Marine Corps birthday to you. <laughs> five brothers and sisters, five. Thank you so much for coming on the show and being part of the journey.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you for your time and allowing me to to spend it with you and we'll be in touch. Thank you.
0: Thank you. All right, Jim. So creating healthy habits is a lifelong commitment. Now remember without change, there'd be no butterflies. Absolutely love that. Changing habits, changing lives and changing futures are all up to you. Until next time, take care.